Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech episode 56. Today I wanna to talk about treadmill walking shoes. See, when I first cobbled together my treadmill desk back in 2014, building the desk itself wasn't really the hard part. Yeah, I had to jury rig an Ikea tabletop with some well-placed crates. And yes, the treadmill itself has proven remarkably unreliable over time. But the real challenge was my feet. I struggled for over a year to find footwear that didn't leave me hobbled, limping gingerly at the end of my workday. At first, I tried running sneakers. It made sense to me. I mean, athletic shoes are built for intense exercise, right? So I presumed that they could handle my slow motion walking on the treadmill with ease. But within a few hours of treading, I was in agony. With each step, the bumps on my heels grated against the hard plastic that's embedded in most running shoes these days. Now, that happens on my runs, too. But in that case, I'm only on the road for a maximum of an hour or so. Eight hours on the treadmill with that constant friction on the back of my foot. It proved really, really torturous. So I tried walking barefoot instead. Um, now, I love going barefoot. I wear flip-flops everywhere. And this initially provided some relief because when there's no shoes, there's nothing to rub against. No shoe-induced uh, hot spots. But the treadmill itself was rubbing against the balls of my feet. You know, you don't press down when you're barefoot. You kind of drag your foot along. And that friction created mammoth blisters at the front of the balls of my feet by the end of my workday. Now, if I had endured for a few weeks, uh, maybe taken some time off the treadmill, I think I probably would have developed calluses uh, that could have prevented those blisters but I didn't have the patience to wait, uh, so I started looking for other options. I tried Chacos, which are like uh, river sports sandals, but they have these thick nylon straps that created their own blister spots. At one point, I even tried wrapping my feet in duct tape. Uh, obviously, that wasn't a sustainable solution. I don't really enjoy yanking out leg hair every night after work. Eventually, almost accidentally, I settled on barefoot running footwear from a company called Zero, X-E-R-O. Now, these things barely qualify as sandals, let alone as shoes. It's basically just a thin, rubbery pad held in place by a few nylon cords. Now, I bought these things after reading a book called Born to Run, which advocates for ditching your heavy, cushioned trainers in favor of zero-drop, minimalist, uh, low-padding running gear and more traditional techniques, running techniques. Um, now, I realized that barefoot running wasn't for me pretty quickly. I just do not have the courage uh, or the guts to run full speed on a gravel road. But barefoot treading in a controlled environment on top of a treadmill, that proved to be... Uh, doable. That was just the ticket. These zero sandals, I wear the zero clouds, they have these flimsy soles that offer just enough protection to insulate the bottoms of my feet from the treadmill's abrasive belt. And their thin cords stayed in place. They're locked in place. They're pretty tight. But that prevents the friction that causes blisters. 
So before long, I was knocking out 12 plus miles in an eight hour workday. And now years later, I frequently hit 16 or 17 miles uh, in one day without undue effort and while still getting my work done on the computer. I'm on my fourth pair of zero cloud sandals, fourth pair in three years. Now, I wish they lasted a little bit longer, but I can't judge too harshly. For one thing, two of those pairs were warranty replacements from Zero. They've been pretty good about replacing the shoes when they break early. But even if I had bought all four pairs myself, I've put thousands of miles on each set of sandals. And it's hard to put a price on pain relief, especially when the sandals themselves only cost 60 bucks or so. When my current pair inevitably breaks or wears through, I'll plunk down another $60 to replace them without even giving it a second thought. I think that's high praise for a flappy piece of rubber and some nylon twine. Thanks very much for listening to Careful Tech. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Careful Tech, hit up carefultech.net, or uh, hit me up on Twitter at Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R, on Twitter or at matthogger.com. Thanks again for listening, and I will, I will talk to you next time.